a Radio 191 FM podcast. Hello everyone, it is Sinead and Hannah from the Tuesday Cosmic Drive show here on Radio 1 and we are interviewing Aro, which is super exciting because we've got husband and wife duo Charles and Emily on the phone right now. How's it going? Good, thanks. Oh, good. It's Alrighty. nice and sunny. How's it like over here? Oh, it's beautiful at the moment. It's actually. very sunny. Yeah, very yeah. sunny. Yeah. It feels like summer. So how is lockdown treating you? Whereabouts are you both? We live in Pukekohe, Auckland, so we're still very much in the thick of lockdown. Mm. Um, we would actually be flying to Dunedin about right now, 11 o'clock. Yeah, our flight was right now, so we would have been on our way down to do our, our first show of the nationwide tour, um, but instead we are at home. At least it's a nice sunny day, so we're enjoying the release of our new music um, just in our backyard, really. really. Yeah, and we're joined as well by a special guest, Olive, little bubba. <laughs> Very cool as well. I think that's the first baby we've had on the show, so. It is. It is the first baby. <laughs> Do you want to start us by telling us a bit about Aro and how it came to be? Sure. Yeah, sure. We actually started off as um, a duo called Kim, which is Charles and M, and it's good Kim mystery. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Jesus, yes, look, it? even bubble. Ah. Yeah, I know it was a bad idea. That was it was good for for weddings, and we were like purely acoustic at that point, um, singer songwriter stuff, and we still kind of do that. Um, but we wanted to start singing about, I guess, topics that were a little bit more serious. Um, aro aro mai aro atu and aroha is kind of a slogan that we we ended up going with. We wanted our music to kind of, we wanted the name to really represent what it is that we wanted to do with our music. So Yeah, and Kim wasn't going to cut how serious maybe some of the top, topics were. It was yeah. quite cute. And <laughs> we, we wanted to stay there. And then, yeah, and then that's where Aro came out of. Aro means to like pay attention or give attention to something. Mm. And so Aro mai aro atu, aro ha. Aro mai is like to like give attention this way and aro atu is give attention outwardly. Um, and then aro ha. Um, which is uh, love. And so the, the hope is that the songs brought attention to some things and it started a conversation that you could have even beyond the gig. Um, and the result is being able to understand each other and, yeah, and love each other. Beautiful. Yeah. Really pretty. Thank you. Well, um, your EP, Here Why, has just been released. Congratulations. It's Thank a beautiful you. body of work. And what was yeah. the inspiration behind this EP? <laughs> Sounds like Olive wants to tell you all about it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we usually, with our projects, we usually have kind of like a concept as the starting point. Um, we've got a few in the pipeline for further down the track. But to start with, we released an album called Manu, which was all inspired by our na- native birds and their melodies and their stories. And so for this this project is called Hewai, um, and it's about stories of our waters. So we've gone underwater and telling the stories of some of our, our native um Creatures of the waters. So we've got um, tuna, which is our eel, tohora, the whale, um, and they're kind of all linked in with different stories and Maori legends, I guess, that we've kind of woven into the yeah the corridor yeah. of each song. Eh? Yeah, Maori legends, Maori perspective, mm. um, and the, even the the title of the EP here, Wai, is kind of like a play on play on words too. Wai is is water, mm-hmm. but it's also something said that. Um, when a when a kai korero, when a orator is finished speaking, sometimes they ask their group like, "Oh, here why?" Which means like, and now a song. Um, oh. So it's kind of yeah, yeah, double edged sword. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Now this is your third project release. How does 
this body of work compare with previous projects? I think with the first one, we had a lot of people involved, like a lot of live instrumentation working in someone else's really well set up studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and Manu Ano was, was composed over lockdown. And so we wanted to keep it kind of like home studio like. And so like the drums are all made up of me hitting, hitting a guitar case or something. And we were okay with it being like that. We didn't want it to like to be overly produced. We were like, we want it to sound like we made it in our back room. Um, Whereas this one, we did want to put a bit more, give a bit more attention to the production. So we, yeah, well, having a, having a baby and still like with, with COVID kind of making things a little bit uncertain about who we can have or how many people we can we can invite or, or go see. We we went with um, somebody who produced Emily's latest. Emily does some solo stuff, and he produced her latest um, project. Is it just called Honor? Oh, it's called Oaha, and um, really like the stuff. So it means our, our music now is a little bit electronic with some elements of live, like live instruments. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah MJ Collier. Um, he goes by the producer named Leon Leone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's been awesome. He's the one who produced this track, and it's kind of taken it a little bit more in an electronic kind of direction, slightly. Like mm-hmm. it's still very much um, got yeah. a lot of you know acoustic and um, organic instruments yeah, like yeah, yeah. strings, um, saxophones, and then a lot of um, taonga or puro played by Shane McLean. Um, yeah, but then he's kind of added a few a few sick beats here and there, <laughs> which is quite fun. It's been yeah, it's been a, a cool vibe for us to. Um, yeah, to kind of see it's 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 each project kind of changes quite a bit and we quite we quite enjoy that quite enjoy that going yeah. beyond the comfort zone almost yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah. and just seeing yeah mm. especially kind of drawing on out the influences that we're listening to at the moment you know and letting you know writing stuff that we're actually that we would enjoy listening to ourselves obviously it's important because um, got to vibe your own stuff you know <laughs> totally well, moving away from the music, Aru has done epic mahi with regards to your engagement and accessibility. Um, this is pretty unique for a band. And do you want to tell us about these workshops that you both run? Together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, Ooh, I think it, it kind of gives gives hands and feet to some of the kaupapa we, we sing about, some of the topics we sing about. Because mm-hmm. it feels, I know, it felt strange to me in our first year when we released our debut album. <laughs> that we talk about identity and, and, and sharing hope and understanding each other, but we're only singing about it. So, yeah. And so reaching out while well, getting involved with young people and schools and yeah, was kind of our way of putting hands and feet to, to what we're talking about and, and having those conversations with young people and seeing what their perspective is. And so um, our workshops kind of, we have questions and, and even short videos. Now we've started developing short videos um, to, that, that touch on the story that inspired the songs mm. and then like three following questions about what that proverb might have meant or um, if that was us today, what would that look like? And yeah, yeah. So we're working on, <laughs> working on developing um, so like a proper a full setup that hopefully we can, we can work with somebody to set up an app where like if every time we write a project, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we can, work with somebody to do some animated videos and, and have like some kind of interactive activities that we can share with schools and, and young people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the two yeah. are really interrelated as well. Yeah. Yeah. Education and, and, mirrors the production of music. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Have you noticed the other way round of the, what you found from having those conversations and those engagement, has that influenced mm. then your music and kind of the topics that you sing about and produce? 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, we, and we even bring them up like while we're performing. I think that's why we're always invited to as, as kind of diverse some of our songs are even between us mm-hmm. going from like kind of R&B feels to maybe a bit more jazzy feels. Um, yeah, we, we get invited to um, folk festivals or, you know, um, we're, 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 we've got a, a fan base amongst um, folk listeners. And I think it's the storytelling aspects and we bring mm-hmm. up stories. It's like, oh, when we played the song at in this area, there were some young kids who said this story and this story, and that's why we sing it like this, and all. That's why we, yeah, yeah, yeah. adjusted this lyric. Yeah, yeah. Aww, it's real that's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess following on from that, what do you hope that people take away from your music? For me, it's like an insight into Te Ao Māori, um, and it, it's kind of, works works two ways in that there I, I i am very familiar uh, amongst my own whanau and, and community that there are maori out there who who feel a little bit whakama maybe um because they or um, embarrassed because they feel out of touch of their maori side mm-hmm. but they're not pakeha, and so they're left in this real mm-hmm. strange um and uncomfortable position um yeah where they start questioning their identity and so my hope is that the this insight into te ao maori is kind of like a for those for Māori out there who are looking to learn more about who they are, it's like a like a step or like just opening that door for them. It's like mm-hmm. come in, it's really pretty. Like whether you know the language or not, there's there's space to have this conversation mm-hmm. um, and 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 to still yeah still understand perspectives with um, without the language, but hopefully with our waiata they can pick up a little bit of real Māori as well. And mm-hmm. I think even with non Māori, that's the hope is that there's there's some real beauty and and advantages to seeing things from a Māori perspective and mm. it comes through learning the language as well. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. And so that's, that's, that's our hope, should I say our hope or yep. my hope? Yeah, yeah. our hope. Cool, can't wait. beautiful. <laughs> like a warm invitation to anyone listening. Yeah. 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 And so that's, we make our translations available online um, so that people can, can, can read up about what we're, what we're singing about. Yeah. And we've heard, <laughs> I think, a lot of people, Māori and non-Māori, who are, who are playing our songs um, around and for their tamariki, mm. uh, which, is, which is real cool. We never considered ourselves uh, like children's uh, so- writing songs for, for kids and stuff, but I think... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of become like family, yeah. family music as well, like, which has been cool seeing how our music's become, yeah, without it being like just kids' music, it's definitely become whānau music, where like tamariki can can enjoy it but also the parents can enjoy it too and we've had a lot of cool feedback around that kind of thing so yeah. we quite often get invited now to play at places like the Auckland art, or different art galleries and um and the staff and the kids enjoy it yeah and the museum and like random places like that which have been really oh, that's epic. lovely because some kids music is so <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, joyful music for kids. No, no, music no, no. Because well. it, it takes, like, there's definitely a lot of that goes in, we're learning, that goes into... Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like, it's hard for an adult to enjoy. Yeah. yeah. The kids. But if you can nice. do both yeah. and it's actually just a nice, enjoyable lesson, then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Now, with COVID, <laughs> um, the elephant in the room, some of your shows that you were planning on being in Dunedin for um, have been cancelled. But you do yeah. still have some potential shows coming up later in the year. Yeah, so we had um, we had shows through September and October, and our September ones um, have all been cancelled, unfortunately, because because we're in Auckland, um, mm-hmm. it's not likely that we'll be. Yeah, we might be at level two by the end of September, but basically our loop 
it wouldn't make sense to fly right you know to to drive yeah. all the way down just for one show so we've had to cancel all of those ones but we have got some um some exciting things happening over to, over summer which we'll be announcing soon on our social media and all that but um we've got we've got a few a few a few of them can still go ahead through october so we're playing in wellington uh auckland and northland so just in the just in the North Island, but we're looking. We'll definitely be rescheduling our um, Dunedin show because that one, that one was really special to us. Just because we work with an amazing artist called Manuberry, who um, it's his his Fano have all their work at at, at Bellamy's Gallery, um, out out towards the Larnet Castle there on the harbour, mm-hmm. um, and that is an intimate venue where we played once and we met Manu. And he's made these beautiful woodcut screen prints for all of the different projects we've done. So he's they're up on our website as well, um, along with all of the lyrics and translations. But he's um, he's been incredible, an incredible friend, but also great person to work with on on all of our projects. So yeah, that, we wanted to honour him by doing our first show down there. But we'll bring it down some probably early next year instead. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. And how can people yeah. find you and engage with your? with Aro um, as a concept? Because you mentioned you had a website yeah. and a few socials. Yeah, um, we do. So nz is a great place to find out about um, everything coming out, all things. of our releases, all of the lyrics and translations and also our school um, workshop kind of stuff. And then um, Aro Music AO on Instagram and on Facebook and we, we post up there pretty regularly. So that's the best places to get in touch. Mm. Yeah, or via yeah, email. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, oh, thank you so much. This was such an awesome corridor, <laughs> and I really learn a lot, actually. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.